listen to my voice and feel its warmth as it flows into your mind. Welcome to episode 10 of Erotic Hypnosis, Tales of Evelina. I am the hypnotic goddess, Mistress Evelina, and this week's episode will feature a story called Welcome to the Hotel, Part 1, with the male parts being read by my house pet. The story was written in 2004 by my hypnoslave, and that is the date of the original copyright. This audio recording is copyright 2006, all rights reserved. For details, read my official copyright statement at hypnosis.st slash podcasts slash copyright. And of course, all of the stories in this podcast are entirely fictional. As a professional dominatrix, I only practice consensual domination and only hypnotize willing subjects. For more information about me and to submit to me for real, visit my websites dominatrix.st and hypnosis.st. Welcome to the hotel, Evelina. You may check out any time you want, but you can never leave. A policewoman falls under Evelina's erotic spell. Part 1. Captivation Evelina slid onto the bar stool and pointed a long, delicate finger toward the bartender and crooked it. He immediately hurried over to the stunning blonde and asked what she wanted to drink. Absolute? Straight up, ice cold, she replied as he scurried away to fill her request. The beautiful blonde looked around the busy hotel bar and knew trouble was about to start. She understood the group psychology of a crowd in a nightclub and could feel that two of the patrons were giving off signals that blows were about to be struck. Evelina was visiting this upscale hotel as part of one of her frequent business trips and thought she would check out the club and bar before she turned in in the upper floor suite she had rented. She liked crowds and music and fun. This hotel's club wasn't goth enough for her, but she thought she'd stay a while and observe the crowd while she listened to the band. As the bartender placed her drink down in front of her, he grinned a stupid, enamored male grin and said, This one's on the house, beautiful. She nodded and smiled a thank you. She was used to such preferential treatment and inane comments, but always remained polite when she received an offering from a besotted stranger. Just then, she heard a loud crash, and as she turned... The two men she had previously spotted were rolling on the floor next to an overturned table, engaged 
in a loud, clumsy, amateurish fight, just as she had predicted. A large crowd gathered around the combatants and watched as the two out-of-condition, drunken men rolled around like flopping fish on the wet bar floor. A few moments later she spotted, through the hotel windows, the flashing lights of a black-and-white squad car as it screeched to a stop in front of the club entrance. A tall, sexy, muscular policewoman in a tight-fitting blue uniform jumped out and confidently entered the bar. Quickly the cop sized up the situation and decided that she would be able to control it herself without any backup. Evelina heard her speak into her walkie-talkie as she raised it to her mouth. Unit 7, no assistance needed. I'll call in after I'm done. The fiery-haired officer approached the two, now exhausted brawlers, and gave each one a firm rap on the shins with her nightstick and shouted forcefully, Knock it off, you two! You haven't done any damage to the bar yet, so I can let you go if you don't give me any shit. Knock it off! Grabbing their paired shins, both drunks stopped fighting and glanced up at the athletic-looking female officer. One started to argue, but a stern look from the intimidating redhead stopped him. She pulled both men up by the shoulders of their jackets and moved them toward the front exit. When out of sight of most of the crowd, she got their driver's licenses and ID'd both, then let them off with a warning. Something about her intimidating personality and muscular build set off alarm bells in both men. They did exactly what she ordered. The red-headed policewoman then strolled back into the bar and got information from the bartender and spoke a few words to him to assure the young man that she would be around if anything else happened. The crowd looked on in admiration. But Evelina couldn't tell if that was for the woman's strength and skill at breaking up the fight, or her beauty. As the cop walked toward the door, Evelina spoke to her. You did a good job with those guys. Do you always work without backup, Officer James? The woman was a bit surprised. Evelina knew her name but then remembered the shiny silver name tag above her breast pocket that read Patrol Officer Tory James in large engraved letters. Yeah, most of the time I can handle a bar fight by myself. I'm in a lonely precinct out here in the hotel area. It takes a while for backup to get here. Standing this close to Evelina, the officer could catch the scent of hypnotic poison the blonde's perfume. It was very seductive. She wondered what brand the scent was. The sexy blonde's eyes sparkled. After the bar closes, would you like to stop by my room for a drink? All of a sudden, the attractive cop became Joe Friday or Jane Wayne. Sorry, ma'am. Can't drink on duty, ma'am. Can't date people we meet on duty, ma'am. Got to leave. Evelina laughed to herself. Those Jane Wayne types, 
with their hair done up in buns, always went by the book. But the redhead was cute. Maybe she could play a little game with her later. But right now, she had a drink to finish. As the club was closing, the sensuous blonde rode the glass-enclosed lobby elevator up to her top-floor suite and contemplated exactly how she would capture the red-headed cop. She wanted her, and Evelina got everything she wanted. Suddenly, inspiration struck. She went to the minibar, poured herself another absolute from one of those tiny hotel bottles, and turned the music on, loud, and started to sway sensuously to the music. Evelina was used to the throbbing beat of club music, but this was loud even to her ears, and she knew someone in the hotel would complain. She hoped they would call the police. Sure enough, about fifteen minutes later, there was a firm knock on the door. Evelina smiled and walked over to open it. As the door swung open, there stood the same sexy cop that had broken up the fight in the hotel bar. She shouted over the music. You'll have to shut the music down, ma'am. I've got complaints. Shut it down now. With a sensuous little turn, the beautiful blonde walked over to the stereo and turned it off. Okay now, Jane Wayne said in her best copies. You need to keep the noise to a minimum, or I'll have to run you in on a disturbing the peace charge. Do you understand, ma'am? And I'll need some ID for my report before I go. Do you have a driver's license, ma'am? Sure I do, Officer James. It's right over here in my purse. I'll show it to you. The policewoman followed closely as Evelina walked over to the counter where her purse was lying and stood looking over her shoulder as she picked it up. The redhead spoke into her radio. Unit 7, no backup needed. I'll check in later. Out. As the beautiful blonde hypnotist clicked open her bag, she said in a sultry, seductive voice, Look here. I have this pretty crystal in my purse with my driver's license. Want to take a look at it? Of course you do. It's so beautiful. And all us girls like beautiful things, don't we? The purple-tinged crystal was lovely. It was pear-shaped, and hung from a fine gold chain. Evelina lifted it up and suspended it in front of the confused cop's eyes. It is a pretty piece of jewelry, isn't it? Look at it, Tori. Focus your attention on it for a few moments. Watch as it turns and spins, catching the light. It is so lovely. Look at it as it spins and catches the light. 
Look at her. Officer James was always on alert for some sort of physical attack. That was part of her job, and she was good at her job. Her earlier handling of the drunks proved that. But she was not prepared for a psychic attack like this. And she did look at the spinning crystal, just as the hypnotist instructed. Tori suddenly experienced vertigo, as if she were losing control. She didn't like losing control. What was going on? As Evelina's hypnotic voice caressed her mind, and as she gazed at the crystal, all other sounds in the room started to fade. Soon, all she could hear was Evelina's somniferous voice. And then, all she could see was the spinning, purple-hued crystal and the flecks of light emanating from it. She was confused. Evelina's soft, mesmerizing voice kept the sexy cop paralyzed as she continued to gaze, eyes unblinking, at the spinning crystal. The purple-colored specks of light flashed across her field of vision. Focus on the crystal, my dear. Try to find its center. You must find its very center. Search for it. It's there. If only you can gaze intently enough to find it. I know it's hard to look because the radiance of the reflections are so bright. But you must keep looking. The light is so bright, it makes you want to close your eyes. But fight it, keep looking. No other noises except my voice now. Nothing but the blinding radiance of the crystal and my voice exist now. The light, my voice. Tori suddenly felt so helpless. Her head was spinning as she continued to stare at the bright, spinning crystal, unable to avert her gaze. She was aware of everything that was happening, yet she couldn't stop looking at the spinning crystal. Unable to look away, but blinded by the crystal. Maybe... You can just blink your eyes to keep out the light that draws you into its center. It's okay to blink. It's even okay 
if a little tear falls from your eyes. It's so bright, so bright, the light, my voice, fill your senses, my words and commands, filling your mind. Filling your thoughts, Tori, my words are becoming your thoughts, and you can't resist. You are helpless to resist. You can't resist. Your eyes stay closed longer and longer. Each time you blink, that's it, longer, longer. Now it's okay to let them stay closed, closed. But you can still hear my wonderful voice. And you know you must obey Evelina's voice. The redhead's eyes blinked again, then once more, then remained closed. Evelina lowered the crystal and moved even closer to the muscular cop and whispered hotly in her ear as she softly touched her face. Good girl, you've done just as I commanded. In fact, you know now that you are only able to do as I command. You can only think what Evelina allows you to think. Think. You don't have the willpower to resist me. My will is so much stronger than yours. You are under my control now. My control. The hypnotist could see Tori's lips forming the words, Your control. But no sound came out, and her eyes remained shut, as if she were talking in her sleep. Tori, dear, you know only obedience. It makes you feel so good to obey me. It feels so nice. That you want to obey me more, so you can feel that wonderful pleasure. Every time you obey my commands, and the more you obey, the more you want to obey, the more you need to obey. Obey, Evelina. Obey.
Eveline, obey, obey. The cop nodded in agreement silently. She had not been commanded to speak, and it felt so good to obey Evelina's commands. Tori, you must submit totally. Give in totally. Surrender totally. Surrender to Evelina, your new mistress. Now I want you to open your eyes again. Only this time you must look deeply into my hypnotic eyes. You will be mesmerized, hypnotized by my eyes. You will not be able to resist. Look into my eyes now, dear. Look into my eyes. The entranced cop opened her eyes and gazed directly at Evelina, whose face was so close to her now. She was captured by the deep green power of Evelina's almost glowing eyes. Gaze into my eyes and obey me, Toy. Listen to my voice and obey me, Toy. Obey me. Look. Into my eyes and obey. The tall cop was standing, staring slack-jawed into the depths of Evelina's irresistible eyes. Just staring. Her arms had moments before dropped to her sides, and she stood motionless, staring, listening lost in the depths of the hypnotist's green eyes. That's right, dear. Just look deeply into my eyes and feel their hypnotic power. The power to make you obey. The power to enslave you deeper into my eyes, deeper under my spell, lost, lost in my eyes and every word, every command makes you more helpless, more powerless before me, more compliant, more helpless, weaker, weaker, needing 
to obey my words, begging to obey my words. And as I count from five to one, all your willpower, all your power to resist me will be gone. Count along with me, dear. And know when we reach zero, you will be mine. You will belong to Evelina. You will be her hypnotized slave. Five. Tori heard Evelina say the number, then heard another very familiar voice say five. Four. Once again, that oh-so-familiar voice echoed Evelina's words. Three. Tori finally recognized the voice. It was her own. Three. Two. Two. One. And soon your total surrender will be here, Tori. So soon. One. She helplessly echoed. Zero. And now you are mine. Evelina whispered in her ear, then snaked her tongue across the tender flesh of the cop's neck. Zero, I am your hypnotized slave. Tori shivered with passion. There was something erotic about surrendering herself to this beautiful blonde hypnotist, and deep in her mind, she knew she would not try to escape, even if she could. Evelina stepped back. Undress for me, my hypnotized sleigh, and answer every command with the words I am yours to command, Evelina. Slowly, the cop began to undress, unbuttoning first her gun belt and letting it drop her nightstick, gun, handcuffs, and radio now lay on the floor out of her reach. Then she slowly unbuttoned her blue uniform shirt and Kevlar vest and threw them to the carpeted floor as well, then stood motionless, eyes wide open, before Evelina in her black bra. Now the trousers, dear, the hypnotist softly commanded. I am yours to command, Evelina, she slowly repeated, as the shoes, uniform trousers, and black socks fell. Now she stood before her mistress, in black thong panties and her sexy bra, open to examination by her controller. She looked at Evelina as if she wanted to speak, but found she could only gaze helplessly 
into her green eyes as the blonde smiled malevolently. Turn around for me. Let me see your body, dear girl, Evelina ordered. I am yours to command, Evelina, she whispered as she turned around like a dancer or a bodybuilder, showing the blonde hypnotist her muscular body. Let your hair hang free, Pat. As commanded, the woman unfastened her hair and let her long, red tresses flow freely. Evelina moved nearer again and used her long, elegant nails to scratch Tori's now erect nipples, and the cop moaned in surprise and longing. Deftly, the hypnotist reached behind the redhead and unhooked her bra, throwing it to the floor to rest among her other abandoned clothing. Tori's nipples stood erect, almost reaching toward Evelina of their own volition, needing her erotic touch again. She arched her back in an attempt to bring her breasts closer to her erotic conqueror. The mesmerizing blonde placed her warm hands on Tori's bare shoulders and gently guided her to her knees in abject supplication before her new owner. With a smile, she reached over and picked up her glass of vodka and poured a slow, cold trickle of absolute down across her taut belly. Lick it, she commanded, and James crawled closer and began to use her tongue to sensuously lick the cold liquid from Evelina's stomach. They both moaned. The panties, dear. The panties, Evelina whispered as she held out her hand. Tori fumbled with her black silk thong and slipped it off then offered it to the sensuous hypnotist. Evelina entwined her fingers in the cop's hair and pulled back her head, then thrust the panties into her mouth so the redhead could taste her own juices. Unable to resist, totally enslaved by Evelina's gaze, Tori savored the taste of her own nectars, licking and sucking on the panties. Suddenly, Evelina pulled them back. Now, me, she instructed, knowing the cop could no longer resist any command. The entranced cop pushed her face into Evelina's skirt, desperately trying to lick her goddess, making the skirt itself wet with her saliva. Evelina, threw back her head and laughed triumphantly. Just then, the radio crackled. Unit 7, Unit 7, if you're a 10-8, we have a call in your area. Tell them you'll be done soon, dear, in a normal voice. The kneeling cop reached over for her walkie-talkie and pressed the key. 
I'll be ten eight as soon as I finish here. Hold the call and I'll respond as soon as I get back to the car. Evelina held the naked policewoman's breast in her warm hand and sighed. Duty calls, dear girl. Get dressed and stand up. She kissed the entranced woman with an open-mouthed, tongue-twisting kiss, and they both moaned. The cop picked up all of her clothing and stood in front of Evelina, looking exactly as she had when she had first knocked on the hotel room door, save for the fact that her long hair now hung loosely down her back. Now, Tori, go, finish your shift. Be the good cop you are. Answer every call. But when your tour of duty is complete, you will return here to serve me more completely. Do you understand? I am yours to command, Evelina, was her response. Now, when I snap my finger, you will be awake and alert and remember nothing of what has happened here except that you know you will return to see me when your shift is over. And you know you will again enter this deep, exciting, enjoyable trance the moment you hear me say, Tori belongs to Evelina. Understand? I am yours to command, Evelina. Tori belongs to Evelina. And with a snap of the hypnotist's fingers, the cop became awake and alert and laughably spoke. So keep that radio quiet, will you? I've got another call. Of course, Officer James. I'll do exactly as you say. Evelina responded, smiling ironically, as the red-headed policewoman walked down the hotel corridor. She licked her lips. Vodka? Pussy juices? What are those tastes in my mouth? She wondered. Strange new thoughts kept running through her mind as she headed for the elevator. And then she had a brilliant idea. Maybe I'll come back to the hotel after I get off and surprise the woman who is playing the loud music. She is pretty cute. I've never even liked girls before, but there is something about that Evelina.